0: Ooh.
1: Are you cold?
0: I'm freezing. It's <laughs> it's, I couldn't believe how cold it
2: was.
3: Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: Crazy. Somewhere is over. Officially over.
2: It was 30 degrees yesterday.
1: <laughs> yeah, but you're Fahrenheit now, aren't you? Mm. No, no, I'm
2: Celsius. Like a real person. I'm from I'm a real stuck. country.
1: Okay. <laughs> Welcome to Tanked Up, the podcast all about video games and beer. I'm Benoda, and I'm joined from the UK by Lucy Eward.
3: Hello,
1: no. and from the. Far, far north hmm. of the planet Earth, in Canada,
2: yeah. Mr. Adelkoje. Hey, hey.
1: I'm assuming you're, you know, further north, unless you're probably roughly on the same.
2: I was going to say know. I don't actually think I'm that much further north than you. <laughs> I'm looking it up because I'm curious, but uh, don't, don't yeah. uh, wait on my account. <laughs> just so everybody knows, yeah.
0: Longitudes.
1: Pure ridiculousness. Um, well, it's not really. I suppose it's geography. But uh, we're going to drink some beers. We're going to talk about some games, uh, and we've got a little discussion point for you as well this week. Um, but let's kick straight into beers. Oh wow, um, Lucy drinking.
0: Cool. I am drinking a beer. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: You, you disappeared. You said nothing.
2: Who are you dying to? You. You. Oh, I started to say a thing, but you asked Lucy your beer, so yeah. I stopped saying a thing.
0: Uh, no, no, I want, I want to know the latitude. First. Oh, okay.
2: okay. Well, I, I, was I was trying to, 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 to not jump in and interrupt. No. Um, it's all right. I'm Bri- it. So, oh, actually, I should look up Birmingham too, then. Because uh, I looked up Bristol, which is at 51 degrees north. Um, and uh, Saskatoon is fifty-two degrees north, mm. and Birmingham is fifty-two. Oh, so Saskatoon is fifty-one point four five, and Birmingham is fifty. So one degree. Sorry, Saskatoon is fifty-two point one, and Birmingham is fifty-two point four. So Lucy is the most northern of us.
0: I didn't realize it was that much northern.
1: <laughs> That's it, Lucy. You are you are officially in the north.
0: No. <laughs> In the bell, bell way down, so It's like Mordor so... outside. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what are you drinking, Lucy?
0: I am drinking one of their favorite brewers, Pol Harla.
1: Nice, oh, nice.
0: Um, it's a 5.5% dry hopped saison. It's called Huveig. <laughs>
3: nice.
0: H double O. A-E-G, I don't know how to pronounce that, mm. so I'm just going to call it Huayg. <laughs> well, awesome. That's,
1: that's, a, that's a big head.
0: It is. Probably because I just took it out of the fridge and
1: mm. the yeah. sugar. Out. Fair enough. This
0: on, so it's expected as well.
1: But nice. it's only five uh, a bit,
2: right?
1: I think we found that with all the Estonian ones that the Saisons were sort of five and a half, five, yeah. six, rather than up to sort of the seven, seven and a half uh, that the,
2: the standard you, know, seven, you think yeah. the
1: standard Saison is. Yeah, exactly. So mm. maybe it's just an Estonian thing.
2: Mm.
1: Maybe. Uh, what are you drinking first, dude?
2: I'm drinking from my hometown, Calgary, Alberta's Big Rock Brewery, and it is their textile pilsner. Nice. And it It has a um, light flavor. It's uh, mid-ground hops. It's 28 IBUs. It has a nice little grid here. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Uh, We import the noble hops direct from Czechoslovakia for their distinct but subtle bite. Then it comes down to having a little patience. This lager needs some serious tank time to even out the flavors. It's one of the first original recipes that I brewed for Big Rock, and it's still one of my favorites. From brewmaster Paul Goutreau. Classic Pilsner, born from the original Czech style. Difficult to brew, but easy to drink. The mild bitterness and fragrant hop nose of the Saaz hops are balanced with pale malt.
1: Awesome. You've had quite a few beers from these guys, haven't you? Um, you know, the previous time you were in, in Canada.
2: Yeah, usually I wait until I'm ca- in Calgary, um, but they mm. the the liquor store I walked to this morning had had, um, had a few that I, like they had this Pilsner and they had a the Scottish Heavy, which I'll have Afterwards, and I thought, oh, why well, not nice. have a Calgary episode in Saskatoon?
1: <laughs> cool, that's a good idea. And then you will go to Calgary and have a Saskatoon episode in
2: Calgary. Oh, I doubt it'll be as easy to find Saskatoon beers in Calgary <laughs> as it gets Calgary beers in Saskatoon. They're um, nice, not nice. wrong though. It is a golden straw color. Uh, the head mm. is strong, but it's a lager, and it's made in North America, so I mean, there's lots of carbonation going on. Plus, I poured like a bastard because I'm pouring into the only beer-like glasses I could find in my sister's house, which are mason jar cups.
1: How trendy. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> um, That's but
0: definitely you, something you find in a brew pub. While
2: I, while I try this, Bilsner. Out. Um,
1: I'm, uh, well, I'll explain in a moment why I'm drinking uh, beers from the supermarket. Uh, but this one is from Black Sheep, um, oh, a, black a Yorkshire sheep. brewer. Um, this is the Pathmaker Pale Ale, 5.6%. It's got a lovely man with a giant beard oh,
2: yeah. on his face. Mm.
1: Uh, and they suggest Warden of the North. He ties in with you know you Northerners.
2: Yeah.
1: Guardian of Hop and Barley, and Seeker of New Adventure. He, with knowing glint in his eye, sizing up the future, was full to the brim with early daring, and so took the path not yet travelled. Once, Chinook hops. Provide the root for a bold, multi-mouthfeel and a Moorish, crisp, bitter finish. A nod to our founder, and Black Sheep Paul Theeksten. Okay, cool. Maybe that's Paul Theeksten on the front. I don't know.
2: Mm. He does have hipster glasses. He does very much, yes, and a
1: giant beard. Obviously, everyone in you know beer has giant beards. Yeah. yeah. As you scratch your chin there, Lucy. Yes. Yes.
0: <laughs> Mine's getting out of control. <laughs> <laughs> I, <saw that. laughs> I actually
2: I I, I I did use the beard trimmer before I got on the plane, but did not pack a beard trimmer. Yeah, and, on uh, a mm, I'm only gone for on two weeks. It'll just get, you know more robust just in time for the Bristol Craft Beer Festival on my return.
1: Nice. You you should have to uh keep it for that as well. Yeah. <laughs> just so we see you in your full splendor.
2: Well, I'm still I'll still be my uh, you know. Inches behind you and your splendiferous beard.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> do enjoy that description, splendiferous. Um, Lucy, how's your beer?
0: Um, it's a bit odd. I okay. think it's because it's been brewed with coriander seeds. Mm-hmm. Um, I know coriander is a very divisive herb. I mean, it's like Ma mom might even love it or hate it. I actually like it in like cooking and stuff like that, but I'm not sure if I like it in my beer because it had not it had this uh, I thought it was just the bitterness and um don't really get ones that are, you know, really too bitter, but mm. I thought it was the bitterness giving off this um slightly herby taste. Um slightly soapy as well, a bit of the taste. But um
2: Yeah, that's definitely a coriander it's so cool.
0: Yeah. Yeah and Yeah, people describe coriander as that. I like coriander, but I'm not sure if I like it in this beer. Um, To be honest, I'm going to wait until this, it's still a bit cold. It says, um, you know, drink at six, between six and ten degrees. So I'm going to give it some time and see what I think. But um, not so good at the moment, but we'll see, we'll see. Mm, mm. Come back to me on this one, guys.
1: Cool. Adol, how's the the boxing rock?
2: um, Boxing rock, big rock.
1: Oh, Big Rock. Uh,
2: yeah. Oh, it was Boxing uh, Boxing Rock is in Halifax, isn't
1: it? That's the other side. Yes. Yeah. Yes.
2: I, I yeah. Um, it's uh, four point nine percent. I didn't mention before. It is a pilsner. It is the inoffensive, good quality lager. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean it's a good example. It does have a bit of a hoppy and bitter aftertaste, but it fades quite quickly. Mm. So um, it's sort of the, given the way they described it, I was sort of expecting a little longer finish. But then again, it is a not only a lager, but a pilsner, and pilsners are sort of very um, quick affairs taste wise. They don't they don't linger. Um, so maybe sure. I'm used to lingering beers and all the all the scotch I've been having past weekend of a, of a family of a wedding, <laughs> um, it's definitely made me um, more in the long finish mode, so I think I was just unprepared, but it's a solid Pilsner, it's a it's a good quality lager, um, and the fact that it's Big Rock means, like, if you were in Western Canada, you'll probably be able to find this on tap in pubs, mm. if you're a lager fan, that that's always a good thing, so but, yeah. I mean, it doesn't exactly jump out at, out at me, but it's definitely not sort of your cheap if if you were in the mood for a lager, but a quality beer, it, 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 it's exactly what you need.
1: Nice, nice. Um, so, this Pathmaker, the Black Sheep Pale Ale, it's very inoffensive. It's kind of just a pretty standard Pale Ale, a, a, a nice, nice bit of bitterness sort of towards the finish and it stays with you. It's kind of a little bit of a, a floral kind of hoppy taste to start, but it's not, a, it's not a big flavor. It's quite subdued, but not in that kind of like balanced way that we find with a lot of beers that have got that sort of subdued nature, that have got a lot of things going on, which kind of balance each other and, and work really well. With each other. this is kind of just meh.
2: So it's, it's not that it's light and nuanced. It's just that it's, there's not a lot going on.
1: Yes. Yeah, there's, there's just not much going on. Um, it's very easy to drink and as i say i think inoffensive is the best way i can describe it really
2: that's the tanked up code realtor code word for um uh not revolting but bland
3: <laughs> yes. yes i know because that's, I, i'm usually
2: the one to deploy the inoffensive tag <laughs> <laughs> um i will say um uh, that i am drinking this straight out of because i it, was, uh, it wasn't uh, in the beer fridge at the liquor store, so I threw it in the freezer. So it's mm. a little cold. So I'm hoping some of the taste might come out of it as it warms up. But we shall yeah,
3: continue. yeah.
2: Um, you were going to tell us why you are on a supermarket. week.
1: Yes, I was. I had big plans, as I think I'd mentioned on a previous episode, to go to the bottle shop, Yeah. buy myself some nice beers. But I can't do that because my car was stolen. not only was my car stolen, my house was broken into. Sorry?
2: I said you're dirigible as well, but Uh, making like it of of your terrible circumstance. Yes. (laughs) In fact, (laughs) arguably, your house was broken into, and then they found the keys, and that's why your car was briefly stolen. Exactly,
1: exactly. I mean, so, you know, that's that's a pain in the ass, absolutely massive pain in the ass. But they also took my laptop which is why I'm a little quieter, I suppose, this evening. I'm recording in uh, my dining room, which is directly underneath where E sleeps, so I've got to be a little quieter. Normally I can squirrel myself away somewhere with a laptop and cavort with you 2 and Hmm. be as loud as I normally want to be. Uh, But the real kicker took my fucking PlayStation 4. Yeah. Uh, (sighs)
2: They
0: could have taken E, you know. They could have just taken (laughs) E, but, you know. (laughs) To take the playstation to actually take something valuable know,
2: like, did they take your um, your all your controllers or just the one or like no nope. yep took, took both
1: uh the one one pad was plugged into the system charging uh the other one was probably on full view it's just sat on the sofa yeah. somewhere um they didn't it's uh, strangely they didn't take the usb Charging cable that the pads would have been connected to the PlayStation 4, so they they very Actually specifically unplugged it. it. So uh-huh. I suppose easier getaway, yeah. I guess. Uh, but it's it's just fucking, it's just shit.
2: Yeah. yeah. Now, did I they take like, games? On. Or? Uh,
1: they took Lost Legacy, which was in the machine, but they didn't take uh-huh. any other games. Uh, and I, I can tell you about how I like the first 20 minutes of Lost Legacy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <awesome. laughs> <laughs> but I won't. What I'm going to do is claim on the insurance, get it back, and then play the full lost legacy. Yeah, and talk about it.
2: Uh, and I, although, it was, cast. then, but to be fair, then you will be reporting on the lost and found legacy.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> nice. That's, nice. That's good. <laughs> That's
1: good. Oh, uh, I was I was fully prepared to come on and have a big rant about it, but it's been almost a week now since it happened. Well, in fact, what day I was Thursday? So it has almost been exactly a week. It was on um, you know, on the Friday morning, about three in the morning, that it all happened. So I've chilled out about it a little bit. I'm more angry with insurance companies and the police and all the hoops I've had to fucking jump through to try and get it sorted. Oh, they uh, took to of... Jam?
2: Yay! Doesn't even make sense. <sighs> they would have had to leave safe. NBA Jam for you to have jumped through hoops. It's true, They'll it's true. That joke, sorry. Um, also, NBA Jam, really a deal? What is this? Nineteen
3: ninety-six?
2: <laughs> hey, there was a new one that's just come out, isn't there? Yeah, two K eighteen, presumably. No, there's a. Isn't there
1: a like yeah,
2: a? a, a, a oh, it but it's not called. Might NBA not be NBA Jam.
1: Jam. Yeah, there's, there's there's some kind of very caricature esque yeah, yeah. basketball game that's Probably come out.
2: with a Z. Oh wait, it's not nineteen ninety nine either. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but as I say, as long as. Well, I mean, yeah, that's the yeah we're fine. You we're all we're at fine.
2: Home, um, which is crazy. Mm. Um, just the balls of being like, ah, oh, I'll probably sleep through our raid. rummaging. Yeah,
1: mm. yeah, yeah. It's a strange one as well because uh, normally, you know, Kim and I are up periodically through the night to 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 deal with evelyn as she sort of stirs a lot and she's been teething a lot at the moment so Mm. you know she's up a little bit more than she was that night she slept really fucking well didn't wake him or i up uh you know we we're both absolutely shattered so normally as soon as my head hits the pillow i'm gone i'm out Mm. Uh, and it takes evelyn sort of to uh, you know move around quite a quite a lot to get me up so you know these guys they they popped the front door they stayed in the front room uh, you know, glanced into the dining room where I'm sat now and, and grabbed Kim's wallet and my laptop and then dashed, made a run for it. Well, actually, from the CCTV, a couple of doors down, they they strolled away. Pricks.
2: Well, I mean, that probably makes sense because you look less like you weren't supposed to be in that house.
1: It's true. It's true. And they walked um, straight towards the only Hyundai they could see because obviously there was a giant H emblazoned on the keys. Wow. Tested the locks and fucked off.
0: Yeah, uh, Absolutely, well,
3: we um,
2: assholes. Yeah. It just,
1: just as a, as a, I suppose the the moral of the story is have house insurance.
2: Yeah. Because yes. you get your shit back <laughs> at some point, say, you yeah. will get... I mean, You are struggling with them right now, but it's better than being like, I have nowhere to go except in my mm. pocketbook. Uh, once mm, I completely. Know, once, once Kim mm. buys a new one. Um <laughs> Yeah. So I don't have um, renters. I don't know why I'm advertising this on the podcast. But... <laughs> it's right, we haven't we given you want to give out your yet. address
0: as well? <laughs> yeah, not yet,
2: anyway. Um, but, uh, in fact,
0: I'm going to go down there. I was going to say, Lucy's going to rob me blind
2: next weekend, or two weekends from now, or whatever. Shit, what have I done? Um, and it's it's not because I don't believe in it, it's because I've just been lazy, and haven't bothered. Get on it. Mm,
0: mm. Actually,
2: no, actually, Lucy, Lucy, Lucy. will... We'll, there's enough Lego that might be uh of interest to you that you could easily just uh, make it make it a little bit of a collection upgrade
0: <laughs> <laughs> just just go
1: and knock on the door and and say to Alex oh I said i could uh I could stay
2: well yeah. she's already gonna be staying in two <laughs> weekends. Or, uh, that's yeah.
1: true.
0: So, that's true yeah.
2: to ignore the Big van
0: outside. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh yeah, just, just
2: looking
1: look after stuff. It's, it's yeah, fine. He, he, it's fine. he
2: said he wanted to live the pauper lifestyle, so all the excess nonsense doesn't really matter. He said I, I should just take. It. <laughs> uh, um, let's,
1: let's let's move on to something slightly more joyful. Adel, you've been travelling.
2: Yes, have uh, you had
1: a chance to play anything?
2: Uh, I've played. Um, Depending on your interpretation i've either played driver or crazy taxi or probably more can more, we talk something about driver? midtown madness <laughs> and by that i mean no matter what happens on big family occasions i end up being given a set of keys and ferrying people back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. uh and that is the closest thing to a game i have played is the game of oh i'm dropping you guys home uh after the wedding on day three of said wedding because india um <laughs> but that I mean Indian. uh and uh and then uh Didn't oh have too- to drive
1: all the way to India,
2: no, no, not yet, not this not this time, um, but then then to have the people I'm ferrying home to be like, "Oh no, I forgot this gift, which was an expensive watch someone gave me on the table, and then have them all scramble, oh I think I have a phone number of someone who might be there, oh no, says another auntie, I forgot my phone there too, <laughs> so drop them oh, off, gosh. drive back to the to the hall, um, which is sort of just out of town, um, just at midnight after they've done last call, to be greeted by a bunch of people like all, all the youngsters and then Brian Groom who were still there. I'm like, ah, oh, you made it back! That's awesome. Uh, and then I'm like, can I borrow your phone? I go find the phone and the the gift, and I borrow the groom's phone to call the aunties to be like, I have the stuff. Don't worry. And what? Sorry, it's an auntie and the groom's mom. It's so like you guys right, can go to sleep. Right. I have the stuff. Like, I'll get at to you tomorrow, no big deal. Mm. And then during the time of that phone call, everyone has independently decided that the night is over and they're all getting up to leave. So it's like, hey, you made it, you got back. I'm like, oh, cool, I can hang out for a bit. This isn't a total wash, too. We're all leaving. And then I, <laughs> yeah. and then I end up, um, but then the Brian and Groom are like, oh, awesome, we don't need to take a cab to the hotel now. We, we You can drive it. And I'm like, yeah, of course I can, that's cool. But that also means we have, you know, I was driving my brother-in-law's Infinity, which is this... Seven-person massive SUV. And now there's room for the pierogies to go with me and load into the back because um, there was leftover midnight pierogies, basically. Um, oh. And they have a fridge in the hotel room so they can store them overnight there. Like, you guys don't understand how wedding nights should work. It should not be carting pierogies to a fridge. The other people will handle this. Let's enjoy Before that. we continue,
1: what are pierogies?
2: Huh? <gasps> You don't I
1: know what that is. No, I've no. never heard this word before.
2: I'm aghast. But so Calgary has quite the Ukrainian and, and Polish um, immigrant population coming from about thirty years ago, mm-hmm. five years ago. They're yeah. So um, Central Eastern European um, standard dish. Basically, you it, the the filling. It's basically like a pastry-ish um, thing. Well, it's. Mm. It's basically, there's a filling that's like usually cheese and potato, or just potato, or potato and onion, and it's wrapped in um, a dough, and that's um, boiled, then fried, and then coated in butter. And then you add (laughs) butter-fried onions on top of that, and they are (laughs) amazing. Um, Brodies are the shit. And Mm. one of the coolest things about this, so this... So my um, this is my brother-in-law's brother who got married to um, uh, a Saskatoonite um, of Ukrainian descent. Yeah. So, um, so the pre, like, day one and two, which are Indian day weddings that you don't normally have to deal with, that was all, like, Indian catered. The reception was, at the, like, the ceremony happened, then, like, there was an hour break, and then the reception started, and the reception was, like, turkey and potatoes and, like, proper Canadian prairie food. And then um, while all the dancing was going on, they had, like, a 10.30 p.m. These pierogies arrive, Um, so they had the traditional Ukrainian wedding food as the midnight snack kind of thing.
0: They also had
2: a candy bar and a donut wall. So after everything ended, there was just a bunch of sweets in different, like, like, sour soothers or sour keys. Um, Mike and Ike Sours, which I'd never heard of. Caramel-filled M&Ms. Did you know you could get these? These are a thing that I've never heard of. Forget chocolate or peanut, it's caramel-filled candy coating. Um, And then a wall with pegs on it, like a section of wall with pegs on it, and then like three donuts deep of like chocolate (laughs) glaze, vanilla (laughs) glaze, pink (laughs) glaze with sprinkles. It was like, what is this? Yeah. My wedding's not going to be anything like this at all.
3: (laughs) That's (laughs) <laughs> yeah,
2: but so all that happens, and then it's like, oh, I don't really want. Everyone's like hitting a sugar low, and then like, you get these pierogies delivered, which was a bit of a gong show that I won't get into. But let's just say, um, it's a really shit business move to try and extort people for more money on at their wedding because um, it's hard for them to mm-hmm. say no. But luckily, they did. Yeah, and
0: they'll just pay. They'll
2: just but they pay didn't. my, my The groom yes. stood up for himself, and that's why there was no sauce. But yeah. Mm. Wow. Yeah, but like mushroom sauce shouldn't co- and sour cream from the grocery store shouldn't cost an extra $400. <laughs> Jesus. Compared to the $275 total quoted. Jeez. Yeah, it was a bit
1: of a just for mushroom there. sauce. Did he make it, it himself? It's... Did he crush the mushrooms have, between like, his fingers? That's to still milk less them. effort
2: than the actual pierogi. Anyway, I, I don't need to deal with that. Um, let's just say What's it was a like bit of a that's... gong show, but that was like the biggest hic- hiccup. So that's pretty mm. good. If I happened
0: early. over here, they'd probably have beaten that person up. More well, than so
2: like if if, yeah, you, yeah, you Canadians are too polite. Well, yeah, it's <laughs> we're we're more southern than you. We're, we're less. southern.
0: He would have gone home in an ambulance. <laughs> but yeah, so
2: so that's why okay. I say I played a bit cra- a bit of Crazy Taxi, a bit of Driver, and a bit of um, Midtown Madness.
1: It's, it does, does sound anyone like
2: anyone remember Midtown Madness?
1: Yes, yes, I do well, remember. Microsoft
2: Driving Simulator. Mm. It wasn't quite really a racing game, but it was the first, the first game to have the quote-unquote new Beetle in it. That was its biggest selling point. Was it had really a fully, <laughs> fully modeled, rendered Beetle when, when they became when they came out? Wow! In a
1: what a selling point. Mm. It, it it does kind of sound like you've been playing the the, the worst
2: driving games.
1: GTA Five. DLC, just without all the shooting and the cool bits,
2: yeah. you
1: know, per- go to a party, nothing really happens, yeah. drive someone around, nobody chases you, <laughs> get what? into an altercation about <laughs> pierogies, no <laughs> one gets shot, it's kind of, you know, yeah, exactly. all the, the mundane bits. I'm going
2: to source you some pierogies uh, in Bristol, mm. this is my new mm. mission, because we have never had them, that's a crime. Mm. I'm sure they must.
1: Uh, they must exist in Bristol, or such, Yeah, we sure, we do have yeah. quite
2: a big sort I'm of population. I'm sure I could European find you some sort of crappy frozen ones, um, but I'm going to try and find some real quality ones. It's, mm. that's a thing.
0: Now that you've brought them up, I might have to find some in Birmingham. Yeah.
2: <laughs> well, <and> so <laughs> my uh, my 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 sister who lives in California, her um her fiance um, uh, came up um, as well and. He was confused because he's only seen pierogies, like he grew up in the Bay Area, and he's only seen pierogies based on this Russian deli that's close to where he lives. And there, Mm. there are these massive things that are like coated in a bread coating and deep fried. And they're like, you know, like the size of a child's head versus (laughs) pierogies are kind of like, you could put three in your palm easy and they're quite um, thin. And he was like, what? This is what I know as a pierogi. I'm like, I've never seen that in my life. I'm like, oh, crazy. Now I need to f- try these Russian pierogies. Now I'm going to have to find Russian pierogies in Bristol and Polish slash Ukrainian pierogies in Bristol.
1: Mm, mm. I, I, I Actually, Russian pierogies are just one whole potato. <laughs>
2: yeah. Right. yeah, yeah.
1: Good. Uh, now totally I know. Vodka. Yeah, exactly. That's riding the difference. Vodka. They need a whole potato <laughs> to absorb all the vodka. <laughs> and, and, right. and
2: each one is is stamped with with a uh, a um, stamp showing topless Putin
1: <laughs>
3: riding a bear. Yes.
1: Yeah. Um, right. Speaking of alcohol, I'm going to open up my uh, my second beer. Um, again, another supermarket beer. I, I had to pick two that I hadn't had. Uh, which was difficult, I think, from the selection in Morrison's. These were the only two I hadn't tried.
2: Uh, luckily, they had that recent expansion, um, so there's probably yes. a little more.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, they've, they've, they've increased their uh, range of Brooklyn beers. There's, like, the oh, Scorcher so- IPA and, and another one, but they're kind of a little bit more summer-based, like summer IPAs and things like that. Um, so hopefully I'll see, you know, oh my there's God. autumn. Oh, summer IPAs in.
2: are called Sippa's.
1: <laughs> mm, sip it. Um, it, hopefully we'll see a, a change again in the next couple of months um yeah. but this beer I, i'm going to drink next is an ipa and it's the wolf warning ipa
3: oh, yes.
1: it's um I, I remember you had the double brewed lager or double brewed pilsner or something like that adult, yeah, something like of that. months ago um, and i saw that one and then saw this next and thought oh i haven't had the ipa i'll try that yeah, yeah. so yeah I, i'm going i'm going to give it a go the other
0: day. Like, yeah. i was like i've never had that and i it's not too bad okay I watched a review recently of
2: it, and it's
1: like, oh. we should it's, like, it's it up, five, see. it's
2: yeah, yeah 5.5% um so while you do that uh, i've just finished my um pilsner i will say mm-hmm. that um as it warmed up i did get a Sense of so the bitterness became more of a hoppy bitterness from you know in that brief aftertaste versus just sort of a bitter aftertaste. I think as it warmed up, and you could tell. You can't tell there's a quality hop there, Um, but I mean, if you're, I had to really focus on it to be like, oh yeah, okay, what's sort of unique about this hop? Um, But uh, I think in general, it definitely shouldn't be served too cold because there's there is a nuance to that that makes it a more tasty lager because there's something else going on. Uh, unfortunately, yeah. like I said, it, it, it really understays its welcome. So unless you're like, oh, the hop taste, like I'm going to focus on the hop taste and gonna sip it and really pay attention, you're just going to get the sense of, oh, it's a it's a unique bitterness versus a, a straight bitterness when you're just casually sipping it. But um, that did, I think, make me enjoy the last sip a little more. Mm, mm. Oh, I nice. totally didn't take a picture... Uh, um,
3: no, you know. then, um, my I'll second beer is also
2: a Big Rock Brewery. It's their, and this 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 will be amusing. It's their Scotch style ale.
3: Mm.
2: Mm. I don't quite know what that means, but it's called the Scottish Heavy. I suspect we have got some North American um, scotchophile nonsense going on. Um, it is mild, It's a little darker. Um, about as hoppy but it's only 18 IBUs, according to their little thingy. But it is 7%. Uh, So this is the quote from the brewmaster. Of all the recipes I've developed, Scottish Heavy is the one I'm most proud of. I put all my knowledge into this beer. If I was making a beer just for me, this would be my pick for its flavor and complexity. A style born in the rugged highlands of Scotland, strong and fully-bodied, with a complex mix of toffee, caramel, vanilla, and a hint of peach. Um, so I originally wasn't going to get too, uh, too big rock um, beers, but I, I read this, and I was like, ah, fuck it. it was sort of like, oh, we never do lagers. I'll take this. And then I was like, oh, wow, this guy literally says this is his favorite beer he's ever made. Okay, I guess mm. I have to get this one, too.
1: Nice. That's a, a good choice. While you're pouring. Yeah. Um, Lucy, you've you've only got one beer. Yeah.
0: Yeah, because I'm lame. But
1: how how is it I'm going?
0: Actually, I'm actually glad. I think this is my only beer because it's it's taken me a long time to, you know, sort of decipher all these Different
3: flavors. flavors
0: and aromas and everything. Yeah. And um, hmm. I've inadvertently drank like most of it, apart from like 50 ml of the pre 30 ml yeah. bottle. Uh, so, like, every taste was, I couldn't make up my mind, but um. It's okay. I don't know. (laughs) I'm in the middle of this because on one hand, I mean, it certainly smells soapy and in a beer, when you smell, you know, when you get that smell of soap that people often, you know, attribute coriander seeds to smelling like soap, it's automatically off-putting when it's something Mm. that you drink rather than eat per se. Yep. But, um, in terms of the flavour, I mean, it's very hoppy. I think I think it did I read right? It's been dry, dry hopped. Yeah, it's been dry hopped, so it's really hoppy, and it's got a lot. I'd love to know which hops are in it. I try to research which ones are in it, but um, it's very aromatic. It's very, it's very herby. It's very earthy. It's quite spicy. Mm. Um, mm. Which? Right. Hmm.
2: Oh, I was just going to say, I'm surprised. Usually, coriander leaf or cilantro, mm. I'm more familiar with it being called, um, is, is the thing that gives a lot more of a soapy taste than the, the seeds. So well, when you said seeds, seed, yeah. I was like, okay, so it shouldn't be that bad. So I am actually quite surprised mm. that you're saying it's the soapiness is that strong. Because um, I mean, yeah. it's in both, right? But it just, it's usually much more reserved mm. than yeah. the seeds. So I'm surprised that it's coming yeah. out that, that much. Um, it's sort of disappointing yeah. because no one wants to drink soap no, no um, not so. it,
0: it's it was it, it's more in the aroma now. That I've let it you know heat up a bit, um, and it's not so cold. It's it's less in the in the in the flavour, so um, it, it's not as off putting because I thought it was very strong bitterness at first, but it was actually the coriander seeds that I was tasting. But mm. um, so it, it tastes better now. But I could you know on a you know warm day you know, in the summer, in the sun, summer is officially over, we're calling this in August and it's officially over, it's dark outside, like, no it's yeah. September, I don't know what month, I don't know what year it is, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> well,
2: lost so track of I, I only know what year it is because of course catching up with family and stuff, it's like, oh yeah, you know, this is what I've been doing in somebody's family, like, uh, uh, one of my uh, cousins I hadn't seen since, in, like, 15 years or something like that. Like, he's 28, so when I, met like, met him, I was basically nil, and he wasn't, like, it was this interesting border, right, even though our gap is only mm. about five years, like, seven years. Okay, mm. I'm old. Um, but uh, I was like, oh, yeah, and so I moved to, I moved to Europe in 2010, and then it hit me, like, oh, I haven't lived, like, I didn't, I moved away from Calgary seven years ago. Yeah, yeah. Like, that, that whole life I led, like, that means... My my stupid, silly um, toy car that that I keep meaning to like I I'm, I hope to fix up one day it has been off the road for seven years basically like oh, I might have to sell that because I don't know when that's gonna thing like all this other stuff it's like oh I it, it has been a long time since this was mm. my life. It's very
0: hard. It. Yeah. yeah, you watch the numbers ratchet up, but you don't actually stop and think. Oh God. Yeah, you take stock and you're like, wait.
2: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Um, (laughs) Luckily, uh, I mean, I did live in Canada briefly for about a year and a half, two years, two two and a bit years. Um, Yeah, yeah. But other than that, it's it's. But it was the other side of Canada, so like, people, I actually was trying to arrange going for brunch on the weekend with a friend. They're like, oh, where do you want to go? I'm like, I don't fucking know. I lived here seven (laughs) years ago. (laughs) Things have been burned to the
0: ground since. Like I mentioned
2: one place and they were closed. To mention other place, they are not as good as they used to be. Like, why are you asking me this question?
1: Yeah, we've we've. um, I'm going to a stag do at the weekend, and um, the 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 stag and a couple of people live in Southampton. And it was a place when I was younger I used to visit. You know, often it was a very close city to to Weymouth, so we used to go there a little bit. And when when Rob uh, moved back to Southampton, I visited him uh, a few times. Um, I haven't been there for like three years, probably. So maybe yeah. more than that. And almost everyone in our sort of like um, like stag stag chat is saying, "Where are we going to go and eat?" And everyone is recommending restaurants, and they just don't exist anymore.
2: <laughs> we have
1: absolutely yeah. no idea where we're going to go. It's just just everything <laughs> changes the world turns and we all get yeah. old
2: well i mean yeah, get very old yeah i uh <laughs> i lived in bristol from 2012 to 2014-ish right and then i moved away to halifax and came back i mean part of this is because um i was in a postgrad program so like i don't know anyone in the city like i came back to a city a couple years after i moved away and am like oh it's like i'm new here again Ben, mm. Mm. Um, but I mean, part of that is just because post programs and people moving on was like, oh shit, I don't actually know much about this city, even though I'm returning to it?
0: Yeah. We'll no, like what, when I started working in Birmingham City Centre earlier this year, I was like oh my god, everything's changed like, because they built a tram system I was like, I've never oh. seen this before I was like, everything is different and I live in the city it's
2: yeah, I like, have. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <first laughs> it's like, where am I? <laughs> I have a strong memory of Birmingham City Hospital, but other than that, I don't remember much. <laughs> I
0: wouldn't say a strong memory.
2: Oh, uh, oh I remember that. I remember waking up in the hospital quite clearly. It's the stuff. Your prior, anniversary
1: is your anniversary is coming yes. up very yeah. soon as well, isn't it? Yes, yes. And I, my my I may
2: actually be in the city for it, which I don't know how I'll react to. Um,
1: ben, how is your beer? are you sort of. Um, it's 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 almost, it. it's kind of the. It, it's an IPA in the same vein as the Pathmaker is a parallel.
2: There's
1: not a huge amount going on. Um, it, it's a it's a pleasant taste. Um, you you definitely get a little bit of citrus. You 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 get a little bit of toffee, but it's almost like a burnt toffee. There's a mm. there's a little bit of a a hint of something sort of just just off to that kind of like toffee flavor. You know it's right. it's not kind of like um the roasted kind of like coffees and that sort of stuff. it's there's a little bit of a, a sweeter sort of taste to it, but, it, it, but it's it's like burnt I don't know whether it's that. Like yeah, it's I don't know egg. whether it's that bitterness against it, which is that kind of pulling it away twiddly. as well. But, sorry.
2: Does it have sort of an acridness? I said acridity. I don't think that's a word, but Um, is that what you're... That's a good word, though.
1: Acridity. acridity? That is a very good word, Mm. yeah. We'll start using that to describe beers, I think. Uh, (laughs) Slightly. I don't know whether it's the previous beer, um, you know, doing anything to it, but, yeah, that that kind of sweetness is just a little, just a little off. Hmm. Very difficult to uh, to pin down exactly what it is that's that's not kind of gelling with this beer, right. but it, it's it's not really balanced. It's 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 kind of a bit too sweet. Then there's this bit of bitterness which tries to kick in, and it kind of doesn't doesn't really work. I don't think. Um, mm. And it's 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 not as I'll declare my favourite beer now. It's not as nice as the Pathmaker. Uh, the Pathmaker is is is. It's pleasant. It's an okay beer. It's inoffensive. As I say, this is just just doesn't quite work very well.
2: So, so it, it might not be inoffensive, but that means it's a little like so. It's not that it's got sort of a, a plain blandness, but it sounds like it's kind of kind of a sad blandness.
1: Well, it's it's there's a there's a, the the thing is that there's a little bit of flavour there, it's mm-hmm. like a tiny tiny bit, and you can just pick it out, but. It doesn't work.
2: Yeah, that just mm. makes the, the whole thing seem flat. Just, just
1: makes it worse. Just makes it yeah, worse. Sorry, the, yeah. So yeah. I
2: was trying to get out with the sad blandness, like the, the, it's mm. almost like if it didn't have, if, if it was plainer, it would be better because it would be less of an indication of how plain it is.
1: Yes. Yes. Like a, yeah.
2: I, a, I, yeah. A hint of sour um, makes the sweet sweet, but sometimes if there's no sweet mm. to be had, it's just a hint of sour. <laughs> exactly. Exactly.
1: And uh, and this is kind so, of like a. a it's like they're going for a hint of bitterness, to mm. kind of you know go against that sweetness. But it's
0: so it's just, balance just... for balance'
2: sake rather mm. than almost yes yeah. yeah. Um, yeah.
1: um Adel, I hope your beer is better than this.
2: Um, so it's 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 a nice deep orange, mm. um, which I wasn't quite expecting because of the weird color light dark. It doesn't say like redness. It smells sweet. It's like that, that toffee, that caramel um, comes right off the top on, on, on the nose. Yeah. I don't know what it is to be a Scotch-style ale. I mean, it's a strong beer. You can taste the alcohol. like You can feel that it's strong. Mm. It doesn't taste super alcoholic, but like it tastes like a strong beer, if that makes sense.
3: Yeah,
2: yeah. Um, mm. And I think part of that is the finish has this um, toffee caramelness that rounds it out, oh, that prevents the yeah. sort of the sickliness of a strong seven percent beer t- coming through. It sort of rounds around it. Um, I'm not getting the hint of peat that they claimed, but I it's, a, it's a, I would classify this as like a a boisterous a reddish ale. Yeah. Mm. Okay. For those okay. of us who don't know what a Scotch style ale is, like it's 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 just it's a nice solid strong beer. Uh, I'm I'm disappointed in in the um, I was hoping for a little more of the hoppy complexity, but most of it is I think from the malts, just mm. because it's this toffee, these caramels, a like vanilla like that's very yeah. yeah. malt characteristics. And I was hoping for a little more, given that he was, like the brewmaster said something about the complexity. I was hoping for a little more of a statement from the hops, to sort of balance that out. But having said that, I'm reminded by the can that it was like a 18 IBU, so it's clearly not a super hoppy beer. So I think it was mm. expecting too much. Um, yeah, yeah I, it's super interesting. Uh, I'm not sure I would. Um, I guess I see why you would be proud of how all the things are intertwined and they're really smooth. So like if you're just sipping it, you don't you don't immediately notice all the things because they blend really well. So yeah. As a brewer, I get why you would be proud of it, but it also like it's not a beer that makes me go, oh, I really want another one of these. You know how some Like Mm. usually, I'm quite partial to complex tastes and deciphering them. And like, if it's a super, if it's a complex but blend well blended beer, I'm like, oh, I can't wait to have my next one of these because i Mm -hmm. like, I don't get that feeling from it. So there's sort of Mm. something missing from the complexity that I was really hoping for. Just because the brewmaster literally wrote on the on the tin, this is my (laughs) most proud complex thing. I mean, it said that. That's a big. It's, super,
1: it's a big statement.
2: Yeah, it's super. Yeah. It's super drinkable. Um, but I honestly think, given that it's seven percent, I'd probably lean to. No, I mean, I don't have them all with me, but I'd rather have two of their sort of four percent beers, like the maybe the grasshopper that like that Big Rock became famous for, or the traditional ale, which is a a very a, a reddish um traditional solid ale. But comes in mm. around four or five percent. You could have a pint and half of that instead of this seven percent.
1: Sure, sure. You'd
2: probably enjoy it a little more just based on I'm drinking beer.
1: <laughs> oh, so we're, we're we're not doing so well with our beers on our second mm. round. Um, I don't
2: think it's terrible. I actually, might like it sure, more than the sure. pill. No I'm just I think okay. it's a lot of the expectations.
1: Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, that's fair now. enough. Yeah, sure. Let's try and something talk about something a little more joyous, uh, Lucy. How's Sonic
0: Mania? Oh, I it. <laughs> Really? <laughs> I got oh. to, like, the second zone, and I was like, yeah, it's Sonic. And I think I know why I left Sonic in the 90s, because <laughs> I don't think I enjoy Sonic the Hedgehog. Oh, I think I just see Sonic 1, 2, and 3 through rose-tinted glasses
3: Mm, as a child
0: mm. before they fell off my face and shattered everywhere yes. and I saw the world for what it really is and and
2: several times yeah, oh. <laughs> yeah. Um, so okay, question. Um... how <laughs> far did you so you got to like the chemical plant the
0: Chemical thing, world. Or? yeah and then I what kept you... drowning for some reason I wish they, they had that as
2: the second zone because it was my least mm. favourite part of Sonic 2 and I remember hating it, and I was like, and I saw it, and I, 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 I had like negative nostalgia pangs when a yeah. when that stage started in Sonic Mania because it was like, I, I remember dying so much of the bits that if you happen to take the wrong path, you will have to jump on boxes that go on that yeah. cyclical path. But, but, but if I you remember wait for from the Sonic too, and, and drown. Yeah,
0: maybe 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 it's my memory again and my you know nostalgia for it. But I didn't mind the chemical plant in Sonic too. You know, But this, I was just like, you know what? I'm, I'm older. I ain't got time to figure out which way I'm going, how many times yeah. I'll drown. And the drowning, th- the best thing in Sonic probably, is actually drowning. <laughs> but it's not that good in this game. Just um, to, you
1: used to get a little countdown. Yeah.
0: Yeah, but it's, 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 I feel like it's more than it's, it's,
2: So it used to be that it would, you know, like a double, a two tone, and then it mm. would go 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, or yeah. whatever. Now you just get the two tone, and it increases yeah. in the pace. Um, oh, feel, so it d- doesn't it give you a number. I don't think it does. Um, but uh, also, no. it um, it felt quicker than it, than my memory, which might just be the yeah. fact that I am old now, and so my reaction is like, oh my god, how is it already <laughs> trying to kill me? Like accelerating. But um, Possibly. I yeah, I haven't played it much since my original stop, which was um. I played all the way through to so to the Studio Zone, which is one of the newer areas. um, With but they the the final boss the boss in that sort of zone, you know, two levels per zone, was a weird timing thing where you're running basically on a treadmill, like you can't control it, and you're jumping and you have to missiles into this guy, and who's a helicopter boss, and it just really felt clunky as far as like the timing didn't flow. Right. um and, and then does and and I died and I was like I don't even know and it wasn't clear like they shoot two different types of missiles and it wasn't clear which type of missile you had to hit in, mm. at, let alone when to hit it so that it hit him mm. and one type of missile just will automatically burn you of all your rings and because you're in auto running mode um you can't easily go get them back Red middle, and it's yeah. like okay yeah. so Like I had to burn most of my rings the first time through just to figure out that this type of missile is probably not right, and now I don't have enough rings to try that again because I'm already at (laughs) zero. So it's like I'm pretty. Was it that I mistimed it, or was this the wrong type of missile? Oh, I'm gonna have to die to figure this out. Yeah. Are you saying
0: continue past chemical plant or give up entirely?
2: uh, I think continue past that, and and if you and get past this boss, because once I got past that boss, it was fun again. It just okay. chemical plant. Well, um, I'll pick it up again. Yeah, I, and um, and from what I've heard, there's some really interesting bosses, and and this that's actually so the studio Studiopolis is one of the most um, lambasted bosses in the game. Okay. There's okay. One more boss that's actually tough later on, but the mm. rest people are, don't like it because of this flow problem. There's there's a difference
1: between it being tough and it not being sort Fun. of signposted very well. Yes. I suppose. Oh.
0: Uh, L- I it. think this game is very much for people who played Sonic back in the day, and that's kind of, wi- mm. yeah, it's kind of weird because coming in and not- if I had never played Sonic and I didn't have nostalgia goggles gl- gl- on, oh. be like, what the hell is this game? You know, <laughs> <laughs> I would be like what the hell. Um, have you tried yeah. playing Nada Sonic? Huh?
2: Have you tried playing Nada Sonic?
0: No. Uh, Tails was following me around. And I don't know why. Yeah. Well, I just went, can,
2: does he, does he... It's Sonic 2. It's the Sonic 2 premise of if you had a oh. second player, they could control Sonic, uh, Tails, or he'll just follow you around and he'll do like so the delayed jump yeah. attack.
0: What? Like, Go away. But you, pick,
2: <laughs> you can pick to play just the <laughs> Sonic, Ooh, is Sonic this and, clingy Tails, little and Tails, or Fox. as Knuckles. And playing as Knuckles is a totally different game because you have the gliding and so the approach is different. I wouldn't recommend it if you're annoyed because I don't think the level design is mm. for the Knuckles. Mm. Yeah, because I
0: was like, why is Tails here? And then the one time I was like, instead of drowning in this chemical plant, okay, Tails, come and help me. But I kept jumping. He didn't do anything. I didn't. I didn't no,
2: know. He, he won't. He'll just follow your, your lead.
0: What's the point? He's your You get a
2: friend and they control Tails, and that's how you cheated Sonic 2. <laughs> <God's> <laughs> um. <sighs>
0: Yeah, carry on but I don't want
2: to talk about funny really yeah. anymore. I was gonna say tell us, about,
1: tell us about something joyous you've played.
2: <laughs> so actually, Lucy, you've hmm. played some of the other Switch games. I'm I've got a few games that I can um, trade in to E B games here. You,
3: know, mm. you know,
2: Canada's game. Um mm. and I'm thinking, well, I'll either get eShop credit or a Switch game. Do you have a recommendation of what I, I, I literally own Splatoon. Splatoon, and I own Link, and I own Sonic Mania.
0: Zelda and Splatoon, oh. <laughs>
2: Yeah. Ooh. Oh, I and defend. Rabbids. I have Rabbids, which is... Yeah. I was, but it got... They owe me money because they said they'd get it with it before the 30th, and I flew on the 31st, and I did not get
0: it. I'd get store credit, because I'm, I'm looking at what I've got, and it's not... I've mainly just got indies, you know?
2: Yeah, yeah, I was wondering about indies. I mean... Mm. Um, I was thinking of getting I Am Setsuna because I love my when JRPG. And I know nice. you, you will have no opinion on this because why would you like no. that game?
0: Yeah. I'd be like, no. Just no. Um, yeah, I've just got a bunch of crap. <laughs> 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 just in Indies. And Thumper. You've, you've played Thumper. Half of these games I've not even played, so. Oh, <laughs> I'd get store credit.
3: Because
0: yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. there are some good Indies on their horizon. And... I've got Snake Pass, Minecraft, uh, nipple clamps, AKA, sniffer
2: clips, Yeah. Um,
1: yeah. Uh, Binding of Isaac Rebirth just come out, hasn't it? Yeah, but
2: I have yeah, that I on the a... um the, oh, awesome.
1: the Steam Machine. Uh, okay, okay. Oh,
0: get Graceful Explosion Machine. That's What's the that? one I would it's a schmup. A little oh, yeah. shmup. Really cold shmup Um it's great. Get that. Cool.
2: But other I... than that.
0: Nothing for you.
2: Excellent. No, that's perfect. Oh, it's only 13 bucks. But, probably, which is but before
0: everyone says which has no games, etc., that's really good in the games. So,
2: yeah.
1: Well, that's why I was asking I'm playing playing
0: arms. I'm not playing arms. No. <laughs>
1: Black <laughs> legs. Playing legs.
0: A um, bit uh, of legs. Did you play <laughs> Bomberman <laughs>
2: much? <laughs> Didn't you buy Bomberman? Uh,
0: no, I bought it because I knew what was going to happen. I had nothing to play on the Switch. I was never going to buy Zelda because I've never played it. Oh. I'm gonna talk to you about that actually. That reminded me. But anyway, I never played a Zelda game prior to Breath of the Wild. Yeah. I wasn't sure if I was gonna like it, so I just asked for it for my birthday. Yeah. Glad mm. I did. But uh, and I was like, I need a game to play and snipper clips, nipple clamps. I was like, Am I gonna be able to play that on my own? You you can, but I didn't know that. Oh, it's at the fine. Time. Fine. So I was like, <laughs> let me waste my money. You know, console launch. Yeah. did it for PlayStation, did it for Xbox. I mean, Xbox, I bought Forza 5, oh, and that God. just went through. I've never touched it. Um, <laughs> and I bought Battlefield 4, never touched it. Anyway, just wasted money. But, yeah. And Bomberman wasted 50 pounds on that. I, mean, I, <laughs> yeah. now,
2: I oh, like Bomberman too. games, but I only like them. Me like... too,
0: but this one's garbage. <laughs> oh, terrible.
2: is it? Damn. <laughs> yeah. I was hoping, like, they've it they might be updated fun.
0: it to give, give them credit. They, they've, you know, updated it. They've put a few patches out, made it better, and, you know, new maps and everything, but it's not the Bomberman I was I wanted and I was oh. hoping for. So uh,
2: The Bomberman yeah. that was briefly on the PC in, like, 2005. Uh, we I used to work in Nike support for the university, and we networked all of the support computers to have them, and we would just have these amazing Bomberman matches, nice you know, sixteen players, like full maps, nonsense, <laughs> and it was the best. But I don't know if I could handle Bomberman without at least three people beside me playing it as well, because that's the whole point.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, i look i do It's like a couch co op game, like I
2: don't I would not yeah. get nearly as much glee out of randos on, on multiplayer on online, I mean.
0: Yeah, I mean i used to play with the computer as well in the past, and it's like that was fun as it was, you know. Um in terms of indie the bridge, say
2: puzzle games. Yeah.
0: Uh, likely. Um literally I'm actually gonna buy one today. I imagine, cool. I
1: imagine a lot of the indie games that are on Switch are already available elsewhere. Yeah,
2: yeah. mostly. So, so, yeah. Uh, yeah, people were in that era of um, a bunch of ports coming through on the Switch before, mm. um, before the indies. Because people who have been designing specifically for the Switch, if they're indie developers, they've had still not had enough time, right, with the dev kits. Sure. It, like, yeah. And yeah, that's what I'm really w- hoping we'll get a cool renaissance of Switch games of like using the specific technology that both Lucy and I have gushed over.
3: Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. but there's a lot of indies, a lot of good stuff on there. A lot of and good stuff your, coming, so...
2: What's your favourite Switch mm. game? I guess is, is the question I...
0: It's,
2: um, down to. it's probably Splatoon 2. It's what I've played the most. I didn't bring it. I brought Breath of the Wild and, because that was what was in the machine, and I kind of regret not yeah, I mean, Splatoon. Yeah, that's that probably a second favourite. I've interrupted
1: your conversation. I'm disappointed with my beers, so I've gone to get another one.
2: Oh, okay. Well, that's good, because I have a third. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to drink. I only brought one
0: to the table. I'm not going to talk about it, because
1: we've we've talked about this one (laughs) too much. I'm going to drink the Northern Monk New World IPA, because it was in the fridge.
2: Oh, I'm why
1: not? I I needed I need something to cleanse the palate and give me some <laughs> Well, flavor. given that
2: we've just been started talking about the Switch, which you don't have, and even if you did, yeah. it would have been stolen last week. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> it would definitely have been stolen
1: if yeah. I had one. Yep. Um, uh,
0: I mean, I good. could talk about moving off Switch talk. Uh, I could talk about Uncharted Lost Legacy, but.
1: Oh, no. no. That might save be sticking no, no, the save night. Save it. Save it. Yeah, All you're yeah, going to do yeah. is yeah. make me insanely jealous. Um, it,
2: exactly, so I think so when i a weep,
1: weep continuously.
2: Bristol, I'm going to actually restart uh, Uncharted 1 and just put it on easy mode and go through the entire story. Oh, yeah.
0: Put it on easy, yeah. Just, um, just experience the story. Yeah.
1: Good idea. It's a good idea. Um, um, uh, it's, it's, let, let's move on. Let's oh,
0: move. I was just... Quick, quickly! Oh yeah, since Thanks. I brought up Zelda, I was just going to mention to a deal. Yeah. I don't know if you saw, but I started a link to the past on mm. 3DS.
2: Oh my God, I did know that. That's like excellent news. Uh, mm. It's my favorite of them. Uh, yeah,
0: it seems better than Breath of the Wild already.
2: <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> so Link to the Past is the is the Zelda game that set most of the Zelda tropes. Mm. Um, yeah, I can
0: tell. It's like this is like every game that happened in the last thirty years. Yeah, but <laughs> like, like you go
2: to the next Zelda games, they don't have the same tropes. Mm. But my second favorite um, Zelda game is Link's Awakening, which is the Game Boy game, which mm. is essentially very similar to Link to the Past, and that's what like cemented the idea that these games are going to follow the same sort of style. Mm. Um, but it's excellent. Uh, and I have been meaning, I've talked a little bit about the link to the past random, randomized link to the past. Yes. Um, yes. And I think I, I've been meaning to try to do a level of that. Um, maybe maybe yeah. I should do that in tandem with you and see the compare yeah. our, um sort of um, new slash newish approach uh, <laughs> to link. But you're liking it more than. Um, some, um, I uh, wouldn't say that. At the moment, Breath of the Wild
0: is fantastic. I, I give that game too much grief, but it is really good. But um, I, I, I'm just looking at it through a lens as if I was playing that, you know, what, 30 years ago, 25 yeah. years ago. It's like, oh, okay. mm. it, it, even even now, it's like, it's blown my mind what they were able to do on One the stairs. It's
3: like,
0: yeah. yeah, it's crazy. And it's just like, I couldn't even imagine playing that, you know, little <laughs> Lucy playing that. All those years back, it would have blown my mind. So it's like,
2: Oh, that makes me really it's, happy. Just it's because... one of
0: those things that I uh, miss, but it's, it's nice going back and just seeing where you know, why Zelda's original, You know, its origins weren't linked to the past, but that game is just so influential in terms of you know Zelda and the whole gaming industry. It's what well, yeah, 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 I mean, to go back That and see. is
2: the I would say the progenitor of most Western RPGs. Mm-hmm. In yeah. Day. Like, and I'm talking your Dragon Ages. I'm talking your Elder Scrolls. All those sort of ha- they they lean on Link to the Past to some extent. Yes. Um, yeah. They also it's basically Link to the Past and Gary Gygax, um, creator of D and D. Between the two of them, oh, you have all the all the ingredients needed for Dragon Age yeah. and Skyrim and all these other. Yeah.
0: Things. Yeah, because I think my first RPG. Yeah. My first RPG, like many, was Pokemon.
2: So, mm. yes, yeah. and that's more like a kind of an AR, well, like a s- mm. instanced ARPG, right? Because you yeah, have like, yeah. very like set battles.
0: Yeah, it's not, it's not you know one for one comparison, but in terms yeah. of RPGs, it was my yeah. first one. It was like and I've probably the most Pokemon accessible. Pokemon and, mm. oh, you're not missing out. They're good babies' first
1: RPGs. Yeah, um, I will,
2: play, babies, I will and... play Pokemon <laughs> Switch. I, I'm actually quite looking forward to the Pokemon Switch game whenever that comes out. Or I might actually jump in and, and try So Monster Hunter, whatever number it is, World. Has really good reviews from the Japanese oh. release for the Switch. Mm. Um, it's not out oh. yet. In is that the one that's um,
0: coming to PlayStation 4 or something?
1: No, Monster Hunter World's the one that's coming to uh, all of the consoles. Is this this is the the 3DS one, Monster Hunter. Yeah. Um, I don't know, they've got lots of flying dragons. Yeah,
2: they, they so I like don't chibi know. Chibi
1: style. Oh,
2: Oops. I'm not sure, but all I know is a Monster Hunter game that came out this summer in Japan for the Switch. Okay. I think it's a remaster. Oh, yeah. So yeah. I think yeah. it oh, okay. might be okay. the 3DS one you're talking about, but I can't guarantee that. But it got good reviews, and I was like, if it comes out in English before the Pokemon one, I might buy that, and that'll be my first Pokemon game, because they're basically the same idea. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Also, I keep saying Pokemon instead of Pokemon, and I'm sure people are getting it. Pokemon. Whatever. Pokemon. It it did say
0: a thing, though, that Pokemon was my first RPG, and I absolutely hate them, so... (laughs) (laughs)
2: So you were both, li- you liked Breath of the Wild or liking it?
0: Yeah, I, 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 I finished it, It you know, the story and the ending was disappointing, but, you know, just reflecting uh, back on it, oh, it was I really think, good. I think that game
2: spe- especially is a game that mm. wasn't made for the ending of, of the game. It was made for nah. mostly fuck a battery. Like yeah that's what I the
0: enjoyed the most yeah. about it because I'm rarely exploring games I'm like story main missions and I'm out but this yeah. one you know I enjoyed the, explore, the exploration I enjoyed you know not going on the internet on forums on walkthroughs and guides and finding mm. out how to do this I think, which is when rare you for you me finished it,
2: you mean you mm. got all 900 Kokoro seeds or whatever sure 'Cause I <laughs> have all the time <laughs> in the world. Uh <laughs> um, but so, <laughs> so you have a, but you are also liking Link to the Past, presumably for very different reasons, because that's a different
0: Yeah, because uh, okay. it's more simplified, it's you know I, I don't think I could play any of the three D Zelda games now. They're just like this two D, it's top down, it's straightforward, I know what I'm doing, nowhere to go. No ugly graphics. 3D polygonal graphics. I mean, people say, "Oh yeah, Ocarina of Time is the best thing ever." So I'm sure it is, but I ain't gonna go back to play that. I've never
2: played it. But Uh, I didn't have have, an N64. I never played Ocarina or or Majora's
1: Mask. Um. Oh, Majora's Mask used to just infuriated me. But uh, Ocarina of Time, I, it's just, I, it's one of those games that was developed and came out at the kind of the right time for, yeah. for my age. I think, you know, I was, I was able to get very kind of invested in that game because of the amount of free time that I had. And right. the, the, the point in my life when I wasn't just able to buy whatever game I wanted, you know, it was, yeah. I will have yeah, this game. This, one, and this yeah. is the game that will sustain me for X number of months sort of thing. So Ocarina of Time was that game that just, just kept on giving more and more and more. Um, and I don't I don't think was Ocarina kind of like, you know, it, it, it kind of cemented, Ocarina cemented in me kind of like the new generation as did like Final Fantasy VII, PlayStation. Say. Like going from like that that 16-bit era, because the, 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 the console yes. I had before, either of those was a Mega Drive. And, and that jump was absolutely massive. And, and both yeah. Final Fantasy VII and Ocarina of Time just blew me away with Which what. is
2: hilarious because they could... are like the hardest games to look back at with, with like, from today's graphical fidelity. Like, yes. the introduction of polygons was amazing because things were 3D. And that mm, was mm. mind blowing. But they were so terribly 3D. Yeah, well yeah, but but it was yeah, it was fantastic three
0: really
1: D for the time. The, oh no I, yeah,
2: I just yeah. mean yeah, like definitely. there are th- yeah. things you can look back at. Like so um the two D graphics of of the SNES era, for example, as Lucy is discovering, um was developed enough that you're like and but still two D and you're like wow this is still pretty you can appreciate Yeah. It. Yeah but the nascent three D Polygon world looks ugly and it just looks ugly. Mm. I mean, okay. I just can't, yeah. I, I just, you know, I can, I put my glasses, good, I can realize that it, it, mm. it's what it was for the time, but I can never re feel those old sure. moments. Sure. But I can yeah, look yeah. like at Illusion of Gaia or mm. the past on the SNES and be like, this is still a pretty game. FF7 yeah. is one of my favorite games of all time. I can't call it pretty. I can call the backgrounds that they rendered in CG that they awkwardly animated the polygons on top of, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. but I can't. Mm. Those polygons are yeah,
0: perfect. it's it's but hard. So, it's hard going back to those games. It it really is like that,
2: that mm-hmm. era Tekken
0: three like, graphics are never going to get better than this, and it's like absolute <laughs> garbage. <laughs> I don't think anyone
2: thought that, but like so you are mentioning yeah. Ocarina of Time. It came out in ninety nine or something or ninety eight, and um, FF seven came out the year before.
1: Yes, I believe it was. I never
2: year had before. an yeah, M64, yeah. I never had a PS1. I never had You'd a. never had a PC, and, and I, I never had a PS1. Them. I never, I've never. My first PlayStation was a three. My first console. Did since, you have a PlayStation Oh no! So I had a, a NES, a Genesis, yeah. because that's what we called it. I guess you're, you're wrong. I said a Sega Glass Genesis. Glasses. Um, And then when the N64 came out, I bought at a garage sale from a kid who had an N64 uh, a SNES. So I was like (laughs) a good five to seven years behind on SNES, but I managed to get some games. Those were my consoles until, and then I was PC all the way till PS3 launch Mm,
3: mm. when I Mm. bought
2: a PS3. Which is why the PS3 that's in Bristol can play fucking PS2 and PS1 games disc-wise because nice. it has the motion chip. Um, yeah, yeah. But I didn't get an Xbox 360 until I moved in 2010 to uh, Amsterdam, and uh, and I was given a PS, uh, an Xbox 360, because I lament I was, I actually said, I'm glad I don't have a co- I I couldn't bring my consoles because I would probably waste time and my. Program so intensive, I can't afford to burn time on video games, and the person I was talking to only heard, "Oh, I don't have a console, so then they bought me a <laughs> European <laughs> Xbox 360, and it's like, yeah, this is a really expensive gift from the wrong, wrong, wrong point of view. Because he, in that conversation, I was saying, I don't want this. This will ruin my life. Yeah, I got gifts, but I was a Xbox PC gamer.
0: When I was at uni, and I just about passed, (laughs) straight through. So,
2: so, but the FF Seven came out on PC. It was a install disc and four content discs. It was a four CD game. Yeah, it was. Yeah, Um, and and I might still actually at my parents' house have those discs.
1: Yeah, I, I remember the slightly smaller than A4 sized box that it's. Um, yeah,
2: awkward fold out. Oh, yeah. that box was so, fucking massive. So for me, like, FF7 was that breakout game.
0: Yes, um, yeah.
2: For me, it was a
0: uh, Metal Gear. Ooh.
2: See, that, that again, so the Metal Gear series took a while to get.
0: Well, I only only played the first one. And by that you mean Solid,
2: right? Not Metal Gear 1.
0: Yeah, 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 no. I'm not that old. God. (laughs) I was
2: was alive during those. I'm just saying, there was a difference. Oh, we were alive. We just
0: weren't playing. Yeah, I don't even think so. But yeah, so I never (laughs) had the PS1 era.
2: I didn't have the PS2 era. Like, I just was not a console. Those are my favorite
0: consoles PS1 and PS2. But time and
2: a place, we all have gaps. I never had yeah, a original course. Xbox. Of
0: course. I hate Halo. Yeah. Uh, I bought I a very Xbox big Xbox on when eBay I was at so Uni they I could turn stuff. it
2: to my first home theater PC because it was so easily mm. hackable. And mm. had a good form big factor. Thing. Yeah, nice. And now I look back at it and like, good lord, how 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 could that play anything? Uh, how's your Yeah. I, it's, it's,
1: it's an odd one because I suppose I've kind of upgraded almost instantly with every new generation almost, you know. I,
2: well, you've been a console jockey for most of your gaming life, yeah?
1: Well, yeah, but I had a I, – I suppose I had a decent PC, let's say from the age of 12 and, uh, you know, in the home at least. Yeah. Uh, I got my first um, – I built my own PC at the age of 16 and what? I've always had a decent – uh, you know, decent rules. enough. I would, I would, I love that. Game. Like Lucy's,
2: like you built a PC in 16. What a big fucking nerd! And I was like, it took you 16 <laughs> years to build your first PC. <laughs> it's taken me
0: 27. I still haven't. <laughs> uh, it's not. Uh, it's
2: fine. I was the guy was who a built PCs for people oriented. in high school for money, and that's how I made pocket pocket. Oh, really? I nice. burned My CDs PCs, for people yeah. because. CD burners for five hundred dollars, so I could sell people um, for seven dollars. I would make their mixtapes on CDs mm. and, and clear like those one tips? or two dollars a profit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and on like...
1: Napster downloading its individual songs.
2: Yep, Lime-wire. oh, yeah. Yeah, I
1: wish.
2: Except Napster was great because when it first came out, it was like, oh man, this makes my life easier because I've been trying to track these MP3s down on the regular web, and that was garbage oh man, man IRC loss.
1: rooms fucking just took ages to download yeah. fucking anything and then I was like yes, yeah, yeah, it's man. the
2: best and no one knows about it this is great and mm-hmm. then people learned mm-hmm. about it but they still didn't have a burner and then burners became like 50 bucks and it's like wow and at the same time <laughs> <Yeah. way, laughs> out of business that was like what I did as like my hobby was like in high school people would be going out with their friends doing shit and I'd be like well I can make two bucks on a CD. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, I, know. I, I was my, yeah. yeah. uh, my gaming gaps. In case anyone
2: had any doubt that I was the biggest nerd. Yeah.
0: <laughs> you see I was the one going out, doing yeah. nefarious things yeah. instead of yeah. playing games. Uh, I,
2: I
1: buying I the three buying it. the three pound C D from the nerd that had yeah. just burned it for <laughs> <Yeah>. you. <laughs>
3: Having said
2: that I was still I was still the guy who um was was um drunk back of a paddy wagon um for for activities when he was bored uh and burning things uh near the high school
1: <laughs> i think that often comes with sort of you know like they uh the, the kind of like the nerd mindset really doesn't it you, you kind of, uh, you're bored I burn something see what happens yeah.
2: uh so i yeah. i, I, I had previous moments in my life where my experiments, we will call them, um, <laughs> had untoward blue blue attention. It's just mm-hmm. I managed to outrun them at those various times. And, and and this particular time, they happened to be responding to a domestic on that street. And we emerged. We entered the alley, did our thing, left the alley on the other side, and there was just a van. And we like were like, Oh okay, we'll just (laughs) walk around the corner but the guy was with bolted before we rounded the corner, so basically the cops doing whatever they're doing, so guys carrying a jerry can start to sprint after seeing them and it was like "Ah." (laughs) But luckily we hadn't done much. It was literally like my car ran out of gas and so I had some left over and so we went to a gravel alley and burnt the remnants. And so of they course. were like, so they were expect, expecting something way worse, and they're like, there's like some, a few burnt stones and dirt, and that's the only evidence of what we did, <laughs> right? <laughs> we what, like, it's like real but, crime. Yeah, but they, um, but they were like, well, but they put us back in the back of the paddy wagon for, I'm going to say 45 minutes conservatively, and we're on their laptop looking things up, and we ended up being charged with... Uh, under the Environment Canada code, um, improper disposal of waste on a highway.
1: Nice. I'm glad we started the podcast with crime, <laughs> and we're ending the podcast with crime. With, crime. <laughs> with crime. It's good. We've come full circle. Yeah. We did have a we did have a topic for you, but our, our previous I mean, twenty minutes fine. has been a much better conversation <laughs> than that topic made of
0: uh, made
1: of up. going to talk about
2: this apologize.
0: third I apologise to anyone under 20 who doesn't know what a CD is. <laughs> yeah.
1: um.
2: What do you mean you can't just download it? Oh. Absurd. From the cloud. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what do you mean you have to download it? Don't you just stream this shit? What's the point of well, having yo, a CD?
1: Fucking hell. The word download oh. will just be um, forgotten oh. in the next five years, <laughs> won't it? Yeah.
0: Um. You just think of it into your brain.
2: You yeah. can have that. <laughs> <laughs> this third beer is very up. sour compared to the previous ones. Um and I don't know how to handle that.
1: Oh, a sour a sour third beer. Um, it's, it's tell us tell beer. us about your third beer and then we'll we'll describe to which beers up. we enjoyed the most.
2: Fair enough. It's the Duchess de Bourgogne, uh, which is a Belgian beer which was um literally marked with a new tag in the um beer and, and liquor store in Saskatoon. It's, it's, it's Flemish. Uh, it it has a picture of some sort of Belgian artwork, I'm presuming. Um, but it, is, it is a... Um, Do you imagine? Aged in oak. Um, so here, hold on. A <clears throat> Authentic Belgian, bracket, Flemish, bracket. Sour ale born out of Belgian hops, mixed fermentation, <laughs> matured in oak, Perfect balance of sour and multi-sweetness. Fresh palate cleansing aftertaste, ruby red jewel. Uh, and then it's said again in um, Dutch and French. Um, so I just <laughs> okay. saw that it was a uh, Belgian beer and grabbed it. I didn't realize it was a sour. Boy, is it a sour.
1: <laughs> <laughs> is it kind of... Uh... Is it along the lines of like a uh, uh, lambic, or uh, is uh, it? No,
2: so so Lampics, I actually hmm. really like lambics. Um, they're Belgian beers. They're fruit based. I mean, they're, they're the fruit is the main point, but the yeah. actual yeah. beer at the heart of it isn't super sour. Or super. It's sort of. I'll abuse the term in offensive. It's sort of like we'll start with a very good solid base of. Belgian beer, and then we will blend it with some interesting fruit flavors. Fruits, so I, yeah, hate yeah. Fruity bears. I hate fruity beers. I, I've never had a lambic I didn't actually kind of like. This sure. is a sour ale. Okay. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Okay.
2: Yeah. So uh, the first thing that hits you is like, oh, it feels kind of like sour candy, and then kind of like cherry. But I'm pretty sure that's just the retraction of like the fruitiness and the sourness. Uh, mm-hmm. So far, my problem is like it's super dark. It's six point two percent. It comes in a three hundred and thirty bottle. It's Flemish, which I've actually not really seen often when I see Belgian beers specifically so mm. be Flemish. Um, but the, the I, I get it basically tastes like sour cough syrup. Like it has that strong taste. A like a sweetness to it. To it.
3: Mm-hmm
2: is um not enjoyable
1: oh no oh You're no
2: busted, I, and, and I, I think i think of us i'm probably the most amenable to sour beers yeah moments yeah. where it's i'm nice like it's not so terrible flavor. um but this mm. is this is not the moment this yeah. is just, it's too sour um and the sourness overpowers what might else be there does that make sense sure sure yeah, anyway um, uh, Lucy, what's your favourite beer? Well, it's gonna have to be the hoo
0: egg. Uh, yeah. did,
1: did it get it it better the like warmer it in. got?
0: Yeah, it did get better. It did. Um it, it's very grassy, very herby. Um so I guess in in a sense, if you're drinking some nice summer's day, it'd be quite refreshing and getting those flavours. But um when I think Saison, that's you know, sometimes I think of a bit of fruit in there, a bit of funkiness. Um, I think, you know, it was very hoppy, very grassy, very herbal. Um, I think to round out that sort of flavour and create more of a saison, it needed some fruit in it and um, mm. just to balance that, you know, the coriander seeds. I was getting the mostly coriander, yeah. You know, and um, just a bit of funkiness. Um, mm. You know, very well carbonated just right at the right point and, you know, quite hoppy in terms of aroma and just, you felt the hoppiness on your tongue after as well, but I think to have more of the complete mm. beer, it needs a bit of that fruit, bit of that funkiness to make it more of a Saison. You know, 5.5%, that's fine for a Saison for me, but I think it was just missing a few core tenets of what makes sure. a Saison too.
1: Yeah,
0: sure. Be really enjoyable. It but does,
2: it does seem like Saison is a more malleable term than I thought. And that I feel like in the past couple of months, not just with the Bahalas and not just with the mm, sort of, mm. uh, Eastern European the beers that we've had. Because um, yeah. up until this year, I thought the Cezanne was a very sort of standard, 7% type of ale that had the same beats. And I'm seeing a lot more variety of mm-hmm. these being labeled as Cezanne. Not condemning, just saying. Uh, up until this year, I didn't sort of appreciate what be under that umbrella and it sounds like this is the more extreme end of what we would. yeah
0: I mean, I've had all sorts of Saisons as well. I've had one of the most interesting ones I had was a, a black Saison. It was sort of like a black IPA, but it was a Saison and nice. had like coffee can't remember who the um brewer was, but um had like sort of like the coffee and chocolatiness of a stout.
3: Yeah it was
0: um like it had that refreshing carbonation of like mm. a saison as well it's mm. really nice but so I you know I don't mind you know them going to different extremes of saison but this I mean if it did something particularly well as in the herbalness and the uh, grassiness of it then I'd be like yeah I'd be all for it but I think those coriander seeds I think I like them in my cooking but not in my beer so much and it's sure. like oh, sure. it's straight all the way, one way, and I don't think it quite succeeded at that. So I think just a bit of balance and a bit of fruit, a bit of funkiness would have made it a much nicer saison. But it's, it's inoffensive. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: I'm I'm going to say that my favourite beer of uh, of the night is the New World IPA from Northern Monk, but it doesn't yeah. really count because I didn't pick it to join us <laughs> for the podcast. Uh, so. I'm going to pick the inoffensive Pathmaker Pale Ale from Black Sheep, because the wolf warning was just not very good. The, the Pathmaker was, as, as I described, it's inoffensive, it's okay, there's a little bit of bitterness, it's a pale ale, a little bit bland, but at least at least it tasted nice.
0: Who, you know, who's the brewery?
1: Black Sheep.
0: No, it sounds They're... like that's something that no no
1: black black sheep are uh, a Yorkshire brewer yeah, um, right. who do a lot of like traditional ales yeah. uh, you know like like you know a lot more sort of uh, like English ales and stuff like yeah. that I mean, um I think Pathmaker and they've got another one on the shelves in Morrison are their kind of like craft? Yeah. Um I suppose. You know, their stab at um, at breaking into that kind of market.
0: It sounds like it was made by like Bioware or something. Not, yeah. like,
1: <laughs> what was
0: it in Mass Effect um, it's Android, the Pure
1: vanilla, pure vanilla pale ale. Yeah.
2: So I, I do think that um, <laughs> I'm not, there there is a, a so for example the uh, the Pilsner I had from Big Rock did have a slightly more unique copy. Finish, Mm. than a standard pilsner but it was a very good example of a pilsner um and i think one of the problems we have as as tanked up is that like we we experience so many cool things and flavors that it's quite easy to be like well this is just a good example of x and so kind of boring yeah Yeah. 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 Um, yeah I'm not suggesting. It sounds like it's a little too boring to be what like what you just described was like mm. a little bland. It's not not just. It's not that it's not doing something amazing. It's that it's kind of bland as well. Sure. And I think that's sort of where this Big Rock Pilsner sat with me was like it has this hint of trying to do something else, but in the end, it's just a pilsner. But there's not enough to really drag it above. Of more bog standard pilsners.
3: Mm, mm. Um, That's fair.
2: If, if you had the choice, price being equal, etc., I'd go for this one. But like the thing that it does uniquely is so brief, it's sad.
3: Mm. I guess for me. So, like,
2: my, my beer is the Scottish Heavy, although I don't know what a Scotch style ale is to, to date, even though I just had one. Um, mostly because it, it there was more tastes going on. Um, it was 7%. It felt kind of like 7%, but there were other things going on while their Big Rock's Czech Pilsner was mostly just a good example of a lager, Pilsner-style lager that you would easily order three of on a hot summer day. And But I actually think it might, probably would have been, been my pick if it didn't have that hint of unique hoppiness mm. because it was such a hint and it just disappears on you, it's like, okay, well, I can't, like, it's just unreliable. I might as well just have a regular Pilsner for what it's doing. Sure, uh, it sure. sort of relegated itself into uh, a simpler category because when it did its unique thing, it faded so quickly. Well, at least the Scottish Heavy was trying to do something.
1: Mm, well, mm. That's fair. For a yeah. fair assessment of the beers that you've...
2: So that's mine. That you've uh, had the Big Rock Scottish Heavy. Um, it's not the Duchess de Bourgogne uh, sour ale. Who would have thought which, I didn't pick the sour?
1: Yeah, which you may or may not finish. <laughs>
2: <laughs> There's still a beer in front of me.
1: Yeah. Yep.
2: Uh, also, keep in mind, it is 2.36pm my time. <laughs> nah, you've got
1: all day. I, we started got drinking, at least another trip to the bottle shop drinking, in here.
2: And now we're entering the prime drinking period and I have this beer in front
1: yeah that's fair that's fair um so, dear listener, if you've drunk an Estonian beer or a Canadian beer or for that matter a beer from Yorkshire or anywhere in the fucking world, tell us tell us about it let us know. tell us what your favorite beers are or your worst beers. We're happy to discuss either. That's fair. We'll do that. Uh, you can do that on Twitter at Tanked up underscore Cast. You can get us on our Facebook page, tags. Cast. You can go to Out of Lives dot net and go to their Facebook page. You can always contact us through there. Leave a little cheeky message. We'll get back to you. Uh, I'm at Nova underscore forty seven on Twitter. At least the cunt didn't steal my phone, so I can still use that. Wow. Uh, you can always yeah. You can always add me on PSN. Nova underscore 47, because I can open up the PlayStation app on my phone. But that's all I can do.
0: Yeah, I did that the other day. I had, like, ten friend requests.
1: Was one of them.
0: I Uh, Were they real people or were they bots? (laughs) I
2: didn't answer yours. I've had a... There's been a a bunch of um, spam bots in PSN
0: lately. Yeah, I think I got one the other day. They added to me to a group of five. I was
2: really. So I get them, like, once every week and a half. Just like, I found hey, you hey, as your friend going. As a search.
1: <laughs> I found you as your friend search. What are you up to?
2: Yeah. I'm bored. Uh, and my friend... Someone falls for that. And I'm just going to try it for a bit. Did you want to see seeing
0: me? One in 1,000 in people probably fall for it, so...
2: You tell uh, them that's actually 600. really good odds. They ignore you. <laughs> one in 1,000 is fantastic odds. If. If yeah, got that, just, they, they would be doing it way worse. Yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, Lucy, if people want to talk to you or play computer games with you, how do they do that?
2: Or cam at you.
0: <laughs>
2: yeah. Add <laughs> me juicy
0: loose nine on Xbox and PlayStation. And you can find me on Untapped, Juicy Loose Nine as nice. well. Uh be Irresistible underscore on Twitter.
1: Excellent. That's Excellent. Adel, if people want to discuss, you know, their lives with you. How do they do that?
2: Yeah. Uh, you can reach me at the Omniarch, T H E O M N I A R C H, on all of the things except Twitch, in which case put an underscore between the and Omniarch, uh, or Switch, in which case it's contact me on Twitter or something else, and I will give you my switch code if you want. It's SW- nice. no, dash nonsense dash nonsense dash um and
1: some so such yes. things
2: let us know your thoughts on these beers and or the games we've discussed and other than that we've been tanked up i don't know why i'm wrapping up but i'm doing it so we're done uh I've <laughs> it. Hershey, he's been another <laughs> <laughs> and she's been Who's yearwood. year what?
0: Oh, I love this because uh, 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 you guys bye. are like,
2: yeah, like that's not how we wrap up.
0: I, I... I'm tired. Yeah. I like it.
1: I like, it. had you have just said, you know, you went blah 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 we're done. Just yeah.
3: cut it
2: there. <laughs> <laughs> just, no. just that's it. Oh dearie. Um, oh. Bye. Bye.
1: Nice. Later. Don't It'll fucking be... rob people. It's fucking yeah. dickish.
0: Yeah. yeah. Unless they're very rich. No,
1: (laughs) that's definitely not me.